am speaking with uh, award-winning composer F.M. Lesseur, who uh, has scored many wonderful films and TV uh, series over his career. He is now scoring the hit TV show uh, Being Human, which airs on the Sci-Fi Channel. F.M., thanks so much for speaking with me today. It's my pleasure. So I guess since this is our first time speaking, I was wondering if, uh, if you could talk about how you got involved in music and what made you want to follow film and TV. Well, I I start um, I uh, study uh, piano when I was very young, and after that I was caught by rock and roll, and you know I shift to electric guitar, and I study music, uh, but I never finish. I'm a dropout from the university, so <laughs> I'm uh, you know so I I still can read and everything, but I'm not like uh, you know I, I I'm all for it through my uh, musical education, uh-huh. uh, and well I was in a band basically I. The first time I heard about composition for movies while at university, I had a, a master class with Philip Glass, and uh, it was like a, an illumination for me. I had, you know, a, wow, and uh, the, you know, the, just the fact that you can, uh, you can keep, you know, when you start your career, sometimes it's hard, and just the fact that you can keep doing something else. And uh, I was working for uh, uh, my family business at the time, a small business in my little town, and just the fact that I could keep doing my music and writing. And at a point, I, I had a real break uh, um, in uh, in rock here in my uh, in my in Canada. Mm-hmm. And uh, through this, I had uh, the chance, uh, really the chance. There's a director who was studying at the university who saw me on stage and liked my music, and we chit chat. And he asked me to start to doing uh, short. And then he switched to advertising and to TV series, and that's how I got involved slowly. And uh, at the end of the 90s, there was a TV um, series shot here uh, produ- called The Hunger, produced by Tony and Ridley Scott. Right. And that big break, because that was the first time you know, I really had to, to score 22 episodes, and it was really, the edit was very, very tight. Mm-hmm. And I did a lot of movies, and uh, I ended up by uh, being uh, this wonderful show called Being Human. So yeah, how did you get involved on Being Human? How did that fall on your doorstep? Well, it's a pitch. You know what is a pitch? Yeah. <laughs> every every major or good composer want to have this. So uh, I had uh, a couple. I received a couple of scenes, and I read a couple part of the script, just mo- mostly scenes. And I had this crazy idea in my head with the uh, with to use uh, an edgy sound with two basses, you know, electric bass, but one played a melody and a bass, and having something edgy like that. And uh, well, it seemed that they really liked it because they, they chose me, and uh, that's how I got involved in the show. And uh, it's a great team, you know, with the showrunner and everybody, the actors. It's a great team, so I'm I'm very lucky and very happy to be involved with this great show. And the show is uh, it's a mix of a lot of different uh, genres, but ultimately kind of boils down to the the characters. Uh, so how do you you're approaching the the show? You have the job and you're looking at it. How do you determine what the right sound for the series was? Well, you know, you know the job of a being a, of a of a composer. You, you you really have to try to get the vision of the directors or the um, uh, or the producers or the showrunner. So in this case, it was the showrunner, and uh, my I did a, maybe seven sketches of eight sketches that they mostly they like it. But when I received the first the first cut of the first show, I say, oh my god, this is much. It's much more than only this edgy sound. So. I noticed that you know they're funny first. I didn't know they were so funny, mm-hmm. 
and um, and at the same time the bonding. So uh, and there were some character like Bishop. They described me as a snaky character. So I used this crazy flute medieval, and I play with it. There's an instrument called a, a, a glissantar, so ten strings I use, and I, you know, I I tried. So the the sound evolved from my initial sketches to to embrace a larger palette of sounds for the movie, and I think that's what. Uh, that's what make the, the the series, the sound of the movie, movie uh, the uh, the TV series, so unique. It's this kind of weird combination, but I think it works well. And so, the did the fact that the show was based on the BBC version did that have any effect on how you approach the music, or did you watch the original show? Did you listen to David Wells's score, or do you try to blind yourself so you have a completely fresh? Try to blind myself <laughs> so much, you can't believe, Kaya, because. <laughs> I said, no, 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 you know, we, I don't want, I'm sure the guy did a great job. I don't want to do it. And also, I felt like the everybody uh, uh, on the show, uh, everybody wants to get their own, you know, we want to do something unique. Everybody is involved, want to do their, having something uh, unique about that show. So I tried to avoid totally, totally. But after <laughs> one year, I, I I remember I went back on YouTube uh, and just watched maybe twenty, uh, maybe not even ten minutes of the show, and uh, and I, I liked it very much. But I say, oh my god, it's different. And um, they also got much more. Um, how can I say that? They got much more um, songs. Mm. Wow. Lucky I've got I've got much more presence. My score got much more presence than the American version and the UK version. So that's. Uh, Congratulations to the guy. I don't remember the name of this guy. I'm sure he's good. I, you know, I, I really try. And even the show, by the way, for people who people who watch the show, I hope everybody watched the show. The, uh, it's only maybe the four first episode of the first season that really true to the British version. After that, it, all each characters take their own path, and we get away slowly from a bit like The Office. We get away from, and it's mm -hmm. it's. You know the sci-fi being human. So when you start uh, working on a season, do you have any idea uh, where the stories and arcs will go, or is your approach kind of to take it one episode at a time, or do you kind of like to have a big arc over a season? Oh, um, uh, Jeremy Carver, the, the first, uh, the, the the showrunner, the first the first year, we you he really uh, um, tried to exactly gave me the arc. Mm -hmm. You know, they really to answer your question. Yes, they really give me the arc of the uh, of characters and and the plot in general. But sometimes I'm tell I ask them, don't tell me just the ending, just because I every time I I can't wait to get the new episode. So most of the time, you know now now I'm in the third uh, season. I'm I still got three shows to score, and that's a running guy because I say just I just want to know is there, do I have to do this here? Do I keep on this character, but don't tell me the ending. You know if it doesn't important, but I'm sure. Next week they will have to tell me the ending because I know to to make the build up from the two or three uh, last episode. <laughs> right. So, but and now, yeah, you are entering your third season now. Um, and looking at the series from the start, how has your score uh, evolved? How's it uh, changed from season to season? Do you try to like introduce new elements every time, or you just kind of keep it one streamlined well, thought? Season, I introduce every season. I uh, there's um, there's new characters who come. So my music. Has to evolve from season to season. 
you always have to be careful because at the same time you don't want you don't want people at home feel like it's a new show so no it must be the same show so the some major teams stayed and also there's something interesting also it's uh, when you're lucky enough to have a, a successful show and it uh, and it goes one two three season some some uh, some musical cue or theme that you wrote specifically for one character evolve mm -hmm. and after two years say gee this is let's say that was for that character for sally well i think now it's bigger than sally it's part of the the sound of the show an overall sound of the show but there's some cue that i really keep uh, for aiden let's say or judge that's really that's them i'm not going to use that for anything but to answer also your question the b part of your question yes there's always new character that i try to, to add a new palette and feel like, oh, uh, like last year when we had flashback on the 20s or I tried to whoop, get away and uh, even if I don't want to play exactly the 1920s music, but I tried to just have something different that f we feel like, oh, we, we are in another world now. We, uh, we ex you know, we move in times and, uh, and places. So, and now not, now not not just focusing on the show, but kind of composing in general, uh, what's the hardest emotion to convey through music, in your opinion? The hardest emotion? That's a good question. Well, I don't know about the hardest emotion, but let me introduce that. on Every, every time you, when you write for TV or movies, very often you have to ask yourself about the scene. Should I do exactly what I see? Mm -hmm. Or should I illustrate musically sometimes that we actually not see you know we the face of the guy is the same but i'm gonna i'm gonna play the fear at the back or the opposite i think the hardest thing is when there's a, a i'm lucky we, we don't have this on being human but i did on a tv show when when the acting is bad <laughs> when they ask you i i, I worked i'm not gonna name word or show i worked once a couple years ago on a show and I remember the showrunner told me, this is so bad, FM, you have to do something. What do you want me to do? Well, you know, so, so that's the hardest. When they try to ask you to put music where naturally you feel like there's nothing that much, but you feel like, well, I have to do something because indeed it's bad. But uh, that's probably the hardest. But for emotion, I don't think there's any emotional order uh, Sometimes it's more when you, especially when it's directors, when you talk, it, it's to find the words they use and how you're going to translate that and, and to your music. The, this translation, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm, about, I'm not talking about uh, languages here. I, I'm talking about the way they express an emotion, the way you're going to say, okay, that's what you want. Oh, that's it, artists. But at the same time, that's the challenge. That's why we love this job. Right, so. right. So, uh, and when you look at a project, uh, be it you know, being human or anything, and you first get it, uh, you know, music usually has to play off of the setting and the characters and the plot kind of all together. But really, what's the, the one thing that kind of pops out at you first that really gets you musically charged? Is it the characters, uh, the plot, the setting? What really influences the music the most? The editing. The editing. I'm really a guy from this, you know, I'm a... I'm trying to translate a beautiful French expression. I'm a, a children, of, children of my time, you know. Uh -huh. So um, I'm not part of that old school where I was on a piano writing, you know, with a pencil. I'm, right. I'm from the computer era when I 
and I'm so I'm I'm from the uh, the sh I'm in this generation of the of the shaky camera and <laughs> cut 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 cut. So for me the um, and also you know these days uh, directors they can apply you know some kind of uh, colorization on you know they can decide like uh, everything's going to be more blue it's going to mm. be things be more yellow. I, the first thing that struck me when I see an episode of them it's right like the oh the the the, uh, the editing if it's slow the way the camera moves and that really uh, every time it's like oh boy nah by the way it uh, I, I can have if I can have a write, uh, writer's block there because as soon as I see this I've got oh I hear things in my in my head thank God I'll always hear something in my head. <laughs> Well, which also, I guess, brings me to inspiration, because I'm not a musician. I, I'm a writer, editor, director. Okay. But when I need inspiration, I turn to to scores. It's my secret weapon, my kind of a creative fuel. For a composer, or for you in particular, what what's your source of musical inspiration? Where do you, do you listen to other music? Do you read? Oh. Well, I... I um... How can I say that? I'm very passionate, so people at home can see me right now. I'm talking a lot with my hands, and I'm very passionate <laughs> about that. So, I I watch a lot of series TV because I love it, and probably, and and my back back of my mind, and my it probably fuel my imagination with sounds. Movie, I go to movies every week. I go to see movies, mm -hmm. and. Uh, so probably that taking a bath also is very good. <laughs> when I don't know, I taking a bath in the middle of the day, and I look at the ceiling outside, and oh, it feel me. But I take it. I think you know, I, on everything I take inspiration. You know, uh, um, one of my forty, forty. You know, the expression forty. One of my strength when I was studying was the um, the, the knowledge of the uh, the repertoire. We say you know mm. from. Uh, uh, classical composers to all the evolutions of the, uh, the the aesthetic and this and that helps a lot because it uh, you know what you can uh, what instruments you can join to other instruments to to uh, to you know to make the palettes more uh, uh, rich mm -hmm. and that helps a lot. I don't know if there's something very special that I go all the time uh, for inspiration. No, I'm not. I don't have writer's block. I mean, I always got ideas. The most, my biggest uh, problem, not a problem, <laughs> the, the challenge is not to get ideas. Is are they gonna like it? <laughs> I like it, but oh no, maybe they're gonna see something else. But uh, that's probably the biggest challenge. But I always got little ideas. I'm lucky that way. Well, that's that's a good thing to have. <laughs> yeah, and as you said, as as a as a director and a writer. The beauty of music it's the, it's it really changed the emotion of the scene and it's mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a great weapon. <laughs> uh, I can't do it. I mean, that's how I got into music and films, and that's why I moved you know to Los Angeles when I was you know nine years old. I just found oh, soundtracks. Where, where are you coming from? Uh, I'm I'm originally from Maryland, uh, Washington D.C. area, and I moved out here to Los Angeles. Oh, great! So, well, I guess to to wrap things up, I always like to ask. Uh, composers, this one question: um, If you had the opportunity to score any film ever made, with no disrespect to the original composer, which film would you choose? Yeah, because yeah, because right now I just I just want to do something that I love the score. So uh, 
Well, the, the, the first movie really got me into film music, and, I, and it was on TV because when it, it was released, I was too young, was uh, Lawrence of Arabia. I oh. was like, strike away with this melody. So maybe this, and uh, I really, lately, I really like Inception, what Enzimmer did. Uh, <laughs> but I would have liked to do, let's see, let's see that question is this, let's see that I forget about Mr. Enzimmer. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, because just the f- just those you saw that movie obviously. Oh probably. yeah, he's my just favorite composer. He goes through all those uh, all those dreams and he change and uh, and the way he used the uh, you know these this old Edith Piaf songs. Anyway, I that would have been a great challenge to do. I think because it's, it's you know you can uh, yeah. What's just maybe I don't know if it answers your question. Oh, it does. Yeah, great, good answers. I I love hearing all the different answers the composers have. But uh, uh, FM, thank you so much for your time. It has been a great pleasure and very enlightening. And uh, you're such a joy to talk to. Hopefully we can do it again. Thank you so much. Let's do that again. <laughs> and yeah. I'll have it. I'll have this edited together and I'll send it to, to Emily and, and she can forward it to you. I'll try to post it uh, this week since the thank premiere. Thank you so much. It's very, very nice uh, talking to you, man. <laughs> you too. If premiere happened uh, yesterday? Yeah. Well, so... Good luck uh, with the yes. season. <laughs> it's, it's very good. I hope people are going to enjoy it. It's very good. And uh, here's to looking at further seasons to come. <laughs> Check the album. I didn't plug my album. I should have talked about my album. Huh? Uh, the news of Being Human is online now. Okay. I'll, t- I'll, ask, I'll try to get a review out for that, too. Yeah, and try to uh, yeah. So. put that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll put it in the, the text intro. So uh, thank you again, FM, and uh, have, a, have a good day. Have a great day. Bye. Right, bye.